0: I'm Danny O'Dwyer.
1: I'm Elise O'Dwyer. We have a special guest. You have to say your name, (laughs) though. Sunny. (laughs) We're talking about Black Christmas.
0: Uh, Yes, this movie. uh, If you haven't seen it, you probably—if you you want to see it someday, you probably should uh, watch it before you listen to this, because there will be spoilers.
1: The entire movie is on YouTube. If you haven't, yeah, definitely check
0: it out. The movie is—it should be warned. uh, It is rated R for (laughs) wreath. It's rated R for wreath.
1: This, um, this is by, by director Bob Clark, who did a classic Christmas film, and then a lesser known one, um, A Christmas Story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Black Christmas being the classic.
0: Yes. So, this movie came out in, uh, 1974, generally considered kind of the first slasher film, other than maybe Psycho, some people say that, or like Peeping Tom before that, but generally considered sort of the prototypical slasher film, uh... Yeah It opens up And it's like all spooky like It's not spooky It's a
1: perspective shot You assume the killer And I thought Oh this is very similar To yeah, Halloween and, it, and,
0: and it's like all cold And outside You know how like In the winter time It's like all kind of spooky outside Because there's like nobody outside And maybe it's just me But like you walk down the street Like in Chicago It's outside When it's It's cold. like Yeah if you live in a part of the country That's cold It's like oh shit It's like kind of like weird out Because it's like 7 o'clock And there's no one outside Because it's freezing out and Perfect
2: time to be a peeping tom. Yeah, and will <laughs> no, planes... see you looking through the windows.
1: Lights are on. It's dark early. <laughs> that's like peeping toms like having their heyday. Yeah. many peeping toms have died of like hypothermia. <laughs> I'm
2: the sure.
0: You <laughs> could assume, like the Invisible Man, like that movie takes place in the winter. He's walking around naked out there. Oh, I mean, God. that's a different movie. But uh, <laughs> so they're playing Silent Night. I assume they wanted us to sing along, so I did a little bit. You know, when we watched I it. I noticed
1: that, so this is taking place at a sorority house. They had really pretty, like, Christmas decorations.
0: Yeah. Well, the whole thing is pretty cool. It's like, I was going to talk about this later, but it's kind of like, you don't get campuses like that in, like, the Midwest. It's like, a, like, gothic and huge, like, old-timey looking. Yeah. Like, out here, it's like, everything's been built with like the It's like a last... very
1: East Coast look. Yeah. yeah. We, everything
0: here has been built with the last, like, hundred years, pretty much. So, but out there it's like all old timey. Yeah,
1: very big. Um, But I was just saying, um, you have this, like, the shot in the killer's perspective, who you assume to be the killer, because he's breathing heavily. And I thought this is really similar to Halloween.
0: Yeah.
1: And can I get into a quick piece of trivia here? Oh, sure. Sure. I read, and I'm sure you probably ran across this too, Sonny, um, a couple versions of the story, but that John Carpenter really was obviously influenced by this movie, talked to Bob Clark about, are you doing a sequel to this? And he he decided he didn't want to be, like, pigeonholed as a horror director, but had this idea where the murderer was going to break out of the asylum and then come back to kill again on another holiday, and that holiday would be Halloween. And then John Carpenter liked the idea so much, and Bob Clark didn't really want to do it, and he said, just take it and run with it. And that was, like, the birth of Halloween, and he and uh, what's her face that he worked on Halloween with? Uh, Deborah Hill,
2: yeah, they they just kind of went crazy with a bunch of different ideas. Yeah, yeah I definitely felt like uh, even though Black Christmas is first, I felt like I was watching a very Halloween esque movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, and it's interesting too. You can for, see
2: the influence,
0: it's interesting too for the 70s that there were only a couple black people in this movie, not like. Usually when a movie is like like from that era it'd be like it'd be like Black Blackenstein. They're like they put black in the title, be like, Hey black people, come see this movie. Yeah. It's not yeah. like nowadays where it's just like, oh, it's like um it's like are we there yet or something? Like you can see ice cubes in it on the poster. <laughs> like we just assume, like, okay, like you know, you know, there's gonna be black people in this movie, but like back then they would like put it in the title and be a like the,
1: a title like Black Christmas. You're you're anticipating a black exploitation movie set during Christmas,
0: right? But there's only like a couple black people, and they just actually like around the time I was thinking, were like, there any black I don't people,
1: think people were, in this movie? No, I they were. They walked by any. the
0: camera uh, around oh, the time okay. per, the girl's dad first shows up, but we'll get into that. Okay. in a so little bit. So there were
1: a couple black extras. All right. Yes. <laughs> Different time. Yeah. Different time. I noticed also that in the opening perspective shot the killer was making a lot of snorting noises which is something like yeah. he sounded like like how I do like when I wake up in the morning and I'm trying to work through like a sinus infection at like different parts of this movie. Yeah. Like it is the middle winter maybe he had a cold. There was something wrong though in the Yeah,
0: I get all stuffed up yeah. sometimes in the winter.
1: Fair enough.
0: Get all fevery. And so we go into this sorority house, and they're having a grand old time.
1: With orange curtains and and brown carpeting. Or I think the carpet might there's have been It was an orangey one. carpet.
2: Like, I remember liking it brown. a lot. I was like, oh, yeah. I like this house.
0: I mean, there's something else, too. Like, we watched it on YouTube, and, like, it doesn't... It, it didn't come across when we watched it. The movie is actually shot pretty well. It looks a little yeah. muddy on YouTube. But, like, it, it actually... The, 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 the shots are crisper than it looked when we watched it. Just, like... But it's a really good-looking movie.
1: Yeah, and we're doing some, like... Updating at our house, and I was like, "Throw everything away."
0: Yeah, we need some flower <laughs> yellow we,
1: wallpaper. <laughs> yes. so we need some orange curtains. Yeah, the warmth, right, felt in that in that setting.
0: Well, like I've said before, too. Like, and, and I'll definitely bring this up. We talk eventually get to the movie Dawn of the Dead, but like. If you were like kinda of poor and you grew up in like the eighties, it looked a lot like the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Like when my parents moved in the house like I grew up in, like it was like, Wow, that's what the house looked like. Mm-hmm. Like very much so.
1: Um and then so we get into the house. They're
0: having a Christmas party.
1: Um my favorite character in the movie, Barb, oh, yeah. played by Margot Kidder, is on the phone with her mom and at one point says
2: You're a real Gold plated whore,
0: motherfucker. You know yeah, the great line. Lots of good lines in this movie. It's pretty well written. Like, yeah, that's something like uh, you could definitely see why this movie was so like kind of influential and everything, or like why it was very. It was very easy to rip off, you know? Like, oh yeah, definitely. that's kind of like I say, like Jimi Hendrix is a better guitar player than Eddie Van Halen, but Eddie Van Halen's much easier to rip off. You can just like kind of steal things. So they they take things from this movie, but it's not as funny or like a lot of good lines. And yeah. uh, so, she's. Um, well,
2: originally this movie was supposed to be very serious, and Bob Clark added a lot of humor to it because he didn't want it to and be it, so so like dark heavy.
1: It's pretty funny, actually. Yeah,
2: yeah there's there a good lot lines. of
0: lines. Yeah. Like, because then after her mother calls, they get an obscene phone call, and someone's like, "Oh, it's the Mormon Tabernacle Choir with their annual obscene phone call." That's a funny line. That's good. And then
1: right? Barb, Barb, I just feel like I learned a lot from Barb in this movie. She taught us that, um. When they referenced some girl who had been raped the week before, she said of that girl, You can't rape a Townie.
0: So there was Just um, like our
1: mothers taught us.
0: Yeah, so. You don't yeah.
1: want to be a Townie, girls.
0: So, like I said, the first obscene phone call comes in. I've got a clip for it. Hopefully you can hear it. Okay, hold on. Lick it. Let me lick your pretty piggy cunt. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: pretty pink kind. pretty pink cunt. Pretty, pretty, pretty. I'm not a tuning baby. Not baby suck my juicy cock I'll come over yeah so what he's saying right there is um let me lick your pretty pink cunt <laughs> and which I think is kind of nice like as far as I've seen phone calls it lets him know like her know that he's like interested in her needs cares about you know her pretty pink cunt yeah. felt very
2: yeah. jared fogel yeah <laughs> he also talked about his
1: juicy cock in that same phone call which yeah. is what you know women look for Is like oh you know yeah, his cock's
0: so juicy yeah i think <laughs> Super so juicy does that be like full of pee <laughs> one would hope yeah well a lot of people don't know this, but men keep peeing their ball sack <laughs> facts and science.
1: This whole movie has a super like Richard Speck feel to it for me. Oh yeah, like I feel like that was like after that happened. Like when was that? Like 1968. That like hung in the air for a long time. Yeah, no. like, that, like this it's... big group of women being like, you know, mm-hmm. s- sexually obsessed with and then murdered. So,
0: another great thing we notice creeper. it is, uh, so they're having a Christmas party. People are drinking. And they have a house mother. that was like more of like a thing of the times. Like, oh, we're a sorority. You can't just have a bunch of young girls living together. They have like an older woman who lives there. And she hid booze all over the she house. She had
1: Shawshanked a bottle of liquor into <laughs> in <toilet> a book, <laughs> into a book, because she's like these dumb bitches are never gonna read. <laughs> so she like had it squirreled away in a per. Like she had taken an exacto knife and perfectly outlined a booze bottle. Okay,
0: and like. I've hid booze at a party before, but, like, I do that so it's there at the end, and, like, everyone else runs out of beer, the couple I hid in the Christmas tree or whatever are still there. But, like, this, she's just going right forward. Like, they're still, like, you know... I mean, she had put in was, Yeah, closet, in, in the, the toilet, toilet tank, in
1: the brown-ass toilet. <laughs> know, it was, was like, a dark yeah. brown toilet. But that's a
0: pretty good color for a toilet, because it hides all the mess, you know? It's like, <laughs> it's like having, you know, you, you don't want a white toilet, you see everything. It's like a brown toilet, it looks clean all the time.
1: <laughs> so are you saying we should replace our white toilets with brown yes, toilets? Yes, definitely.
0: That's definitely all what I'm right. saying, but... She, I mean, I guess, too, maybe she just didn't want to drink, like, you know, they probably had like, eggnog and punch. It's more of a liqueur.
1: Yeah. Th- these girls were drinking at this party, too.
0: Yeah, that is true.
1: But the dun mother had to, like, have her own reserves.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the encyclopedia in the back of the fucking toilet. <laughs> so this is also when, so there's this one girl, uh, and she goes upstairs. Like, she's like, oh, she leaves the huff because they make like a sex joke or something. And She's
1: she, like your archetypical like um, final girl, like virginal and like sort of different than the other girls. Right? And she goes upstairs. Not in this movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she goes upstairs. And there's some crazy dude in the closet, and he throws a he, he throws a bag overhead and fucking yeah. But well, first, he
1: hides out behind her yeah. um, dry cleaning bag,
0: mm-hmm. and is and like then, breathing heavily. Yeah. Which, yeah, and then he, ironically, she couldn't breathe because she had a bag over her head and she died. So, boom. <laughs> so then uh, her dad, uh, the girl's name was Claire, by the way, he comes looking for her and he is bald as fuck.
1: Well, well from, he had some hair Wait. around his
0: ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, that is when... Uh, there was also a real quick aside with sure. a dude dressed as Santa who swears several times in front of the presence of children. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it was Phil... Uh, I Phil's
1: thought that was boyfriend. A Phil's, okay. Oh, okay. They oh, that's matching Phil's pros, boyfriend, yes. Phil, or as I like to call her, Phil Spector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that chick looked like Phil Spector.
1: Um, and that, she... No, we
0: only found out after... We already came up... At least made that hilarious joke when we were watching, but it... it her name was Phil
2: she in the movie.
0: Short for Phyllis. It took me a, a while Phyllis to realize started. that
2: she wasn't the dead mother, because with that growing yeah. hair, I couldn't. she looked a little older.
1: Phil mm-hmm. also had a pair of octagonal glasses exactly like the ones um, Floral Shirt Dude wears in um, Texas Chainsaw so Massacre, Masquer- nice, which came out the same year. So that must mm-hmm. have been the look. Mm-hmm. You want some like skinny-framed octagonal glasses
0: so Claire's dad shows up looking for her and he's like asking people like him he's like, hey have you seen my daughter That's when you see like the two black people that are in the movie
1: and as she as he comes by the house you can see where Claire gets her party pooper status yeah
0: dude that guy was lame real cripple he was know?
1: bothered by like the drinking and the men yeah
0: and he he goes back to the house he's talking to the the, the den mother and she's like coming <coughs> up like you know they've got body posters or like peace symbols with like butts on them and stuff. No,
1: and no, it was two people having sex. That right. Well, that yeah. was an awesome poster. That was yeah. pretty
0: awesome, and so, it was in her room. The was it in Claire's of the party room? poopers? Yeah. So really, yeah, maybe she's a little more fun than we'd previously suspected.
2: She had that boyfriend with the rocking coat.
0: So and, and the she
1: dead mother. did. Her fucking boyfriend wore a fur coat. There's we we were not getting to the segments yet but we like to you know discuss wardrobe as one of our Yes our yeah we're not getting to the points. segments now. But I'm just going to say that as I was trying to take down my favorite outfits there was outfits, so many. It was like there was a lot. here's my not like it would be easier to write down all the outfits I didn't like in this Well
0: scenery. and like even <laughs> like, know, like <laughs> even like with her boyfriend like he wears that cool like, when they first, like, show up at the, he's at playing hockey. He's oh, like with that old mask? Ass. Yeah, he's got the old school, like, hot six like seventies hockey mask with, like, like, war paint on it and stuff. And it's, like, a Jason mask kind of thing. Well,
2: those and Canadians then later on, take it seriously. Yeah, and then later
0: on, he, yeah, he was Canadian as hell, too. <laughs> and then later on, he's got that awesome fur coat on, which men don't wear anymore. And, like, both were, like, wow. Even with him, just one character was, like, it's hard. Or, like, Barbara, it's, like, what's her best outfit? Oh, I we know can, what Barbara's about we, we to talk was, about. we'll, yeah, we'll to get that. to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Claude, the cat, um, Claire had a cat named Claude. You think it was spelled C L A W E D? That's funny, right? Claude, cats have ah. claws. No, funny. it's not funny. No, I, I agree. <laughs> it's a but bad it's...
1: pun. Get, get to get to the internet with that dumb cat humor, Dan. Yeah.
0: It also reminded me, like, did, did you guys know of, like, those novels where cats solve, like, murders? No. No. Yeah, my friend's grandma would read them. Like, they were, like, about these, <laughs> like, a cat would be, like, it would solve murders. Like, <laughs> there was, like, a whole bunch of them. You'd buy them at, like, you could buy them at, like, Jewel and stuff. Because, like, that's the kind of shit old ladies like. So lady's a picture like.
1: of a cat wearing, like, glasses with a, no, with no, a the magnifying glass the and the cover? the cat couldn't talk.
0: The cat couldn't talk. And I'm, would
1: just, like, alert you to clues?
0: Yeah, it would, like, figure it out itself. And it would kind of, I don't know. I never read them, but I knew there were books about cat-solving mysteries. So. I think
2: that that cat was uh, an accomplice of the killer in that this movie, though, because he, he led two people to their deaths. Yes, to their deaths, to their deaths <laughs> yes. Because he was he being would, a little bastard. He would
1: disappear. He would first alert them and then disappear and, like, Call them. <laughs> and hide
2: behind the killer. Yes.
0: <laughs> so uh, up until this point, it's kind of unclear exactly who the main character is. And then it's uh, this girl, Jess. Uh, she kind of takes over sort of the more like it's like. Jess
1: is played by the girl who played Juliet in the Romeo and Juliet that you probably watched in school before. Yeah.
0: yeah the, the, other, the, the, the other one came game. out. Yeah, but I think one.
2: she's better known for her small part in it. Or the ice cream uh, man Okay
1: <laughs> Yes she was an ice cream man I did see that And so the,
0: uh Yeah the, the Clint Howard vehicle
1: Yes yeah. um, Jess it's revealed Is She's
0: pregnant Getting an abortion And she wants to have an abortion This is very topical at time. It's uh This movie came out in 1974 Roe v. Wade was 1973 It was probably made Right around the same time That it was all going on Yeah And her boyfriend's like No let's get married I'm gonna do of, like
1: What a well, well only
2: because he was A failed pianist
1: yeah, like, maybe, <laughs> nice. maybe if he didn't spend so much time knocking up his girlfriend, he'd be a better <laughs> piano player. Just saying. I, like, appreciated how cold Jess was about it. Like, she was pretty, like, unapologetic about, well, yeah, she was I'm gonna like, kill your baby.
0: She was, well, <laughs> she was like, that cold, but she was like, she was like, dude, I don't want to marry you.
1: Yeah, she she's was, like. Well, uh, even when he called, she fucking Han Soloed him. He yeah. says, I love you. And she goes, I know. <laughs> I know that, was, that was pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> Badass.
2: You know the end is near mm-hmm. with that.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, what I think is also just generally, like, I really enjoyed about this movie is all the characters, like, they were a little larger than life, so they were more fun to watch than just, like, normal idiots sitting around drinking beer. But they weren't, like, super cartoonish like they usually are in, like, a Jason movie or yeah. something. Like. People are like
1: Whoa. no one really does anything that stupid. I guess the only thing Well, it's I think a little, uh,
2: Barb gets a little stupid for.
1: Don't Barbara. don't disparage Barb, son, <laughs> Sonny. So does. <many> <laughs> Barb Barb is like my new life model. Like she is amazing. Um Barb Okay, so I would say one thing I found a little odd, like they weren't alarmed enough about like Claire missing and things well, like that. Yeah. Like, I thought that that was. I. I don't know. Like, I know that. And the, the police. The police were a little misogynistic.
0: Oh, dude, yeah, they had like. Okay, that's big, like this. There's one cop. He's the desk cop. There. He is like Nash. the worst cop. Nash. In yes. The history of policing. I mean, other than you know. Those ones who like shoot people. <laughs> but like uh, he was bad. Like like he's they were like, hey, our friends busy. He's like, yeah, probably shacked up with some dude.
1: And then Barb comes in and she's like, our number is Felatio. And
0: she cracked a beer
1: right.
2: <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <she was> like, I station. actually like, got a hang over while on
1: the <laughs> <Yeah. police> station. <laughs> she started drinking while reporting her missing
2: friends. <laughs> with the father. She's like, Yes. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh my god, she's awesome. Yeah. I think that
2: dad saw a lot of things he didn't like about that college. Yeah, he yeah. was... When she was feeding the child champagne. That.
1: <laughs> for no reason. There was for this no little reason. kid, and she's like, here, drink more, little kid. Like, And it was just this background moment. Like, it wasn't like a plot point or anything. It was like she was just getting, like, a child drunk at, like, a... Christmas Uh, event. A child. While
0: while, uh, Phil's boyfriend was dressed as Santa and he kept dropping F-bombs and stuff. Like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit.
1: Then they're (laughs) hanging at the house and Barb starts going. Barb is wasted. She's fucking tanked. Like, she probably has been tying one on since the night before. Like, never stopped. She starts talking about animals fucking at the zoo. For over three days. Yeah, like uh, turtles fuck for three days straight. And then all of a sudden, and like Claire's dad is there and she's missing. And it's starting to get clear, like something sinister has happened to her. And Barb launches in this thing. You all think it's my fault that she's dead now. It's right, like, because whoa. She,
0: like, because she made like a body joke and like and Claire ran upstairs because she's, Not know,
1: Claire. Oh, Claire. Oh, right. Claire. Yes. Because, yeah. yes.
0: <laughs> About Actually, it Yeah Initially got Claire To like Vamanos
1: Yeah Cause I drove her away And
0: Yeah Real quick guys Before We're gonna take a quick pause But uh What's your favorite animal At the zoo And we're back at least. So uh, Around this time zoo? too We're yes. introduced to uh John Saxon, who's playing a police detective. You may know him as the dad from... Uh, John Saxon
2: looking handsome as hell. I did put that in my notes. I'm like, uh, he was
0: a... Yeah, kind it's kind of... Monkeys, kinda, like He's the a great that. Movie. Movie. He, was, he,
2: was, he was looking, looking good,
1: good, like, because like, we're used to him around, in, you know... Right, my
0: favorite. Um, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Right, before you cut me off, I was going to say he's the dad of Nightmare on Elm Street. He's in hundreds of movies. Like, check him out on IPB. But, like, yeah, he's like... Yeah, really handsome looking. Okay,
1: wait, looking. okay, wait, wait, wait. I just want to just make it yeah. clear here. Sonny and I both had the same response to, to like, when he appeared. The, wow, John Saxon looks really handsome. And he's, like, the hot police officer. Yeah, with very Damn.
0: striking eyebrows. Striking
1: eyebrows, yes. He's like in, Sean Connery. He in
0: Mitchell around this time as well. Dan,
1: that was your response as well?
0: I don't care. I'm straight. Well, you were
1: startled by, like, wow, John Saxon looks great.
0: Well, I just feel bad because, like, he's had a great career, but like he's probably like, ah, I look great as long as I keep my hair. I'll be a leading man for the next twenty years. Uh, not so much. Not so much. Uh, I put yeah. it in the category of like Powers Booth and Michael Ironside. like bald guys who are just great character actors.
1: Yes, that's mm-hmm. that's a that's a category. Um, Mrs. Mac was that her name? The dead yes, mother. Yes, it
0: was. Mm-hmm.
1: She's packing up to go to her sister's. All fucking toasted. And she and her suitcase seems to be filled with, like, unfolded scarves. <laughs> but, yeah, like she just had a really tiny suitcase, so she was not trying she, to
2: pack it much and in she And she's a large
1: woman. It was yeah. like, you need, like, more diapers, clothes than that. <laughs> yeah. Probably diapers. She's drunk as shit all the time. She yeah. probably doesn't have a lot of, like, control over, like... Maybe. Bathroom. And, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Like, again,
0: maybe. Maybe it's not the best outfit, but she's uh, at this time wearing a red pillbox hat, like a ruffly shirt with like a like a plaid suit over it, like a woman's suit. Yeah,
2: she's got. Yeah. She, well, I she mean, that whole outfit shirt. was a sign of the seventies. Like it had the hat, had the mm-hmm. holes in it, so you could pin it in. Mm-hmm. It was just very uh, of the times. Yeah,
0: it was beautiful.
2: Even and- her muumuu that was given to her by the by the girls in the sorority. Oh, that's right. They gave her a moomoo. Which she hated. <laughs> she, they probably should have just uh, sprung from some of her uh, favorite cherry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> they know what the woman likes. Like, it has to be clear. Um so. And she is then called, or I guess lured by the cat, right?
0: Claude. Yeah, she goes looking for Claude. Claude mm-hmm. is like,
2: Wah and she's like Clyde that's why I think the cat was an accomplice I think <laughs> you're right like as you said so he's like he okay, lures so her like,
0: instead of like those like novels where like the cat solves murders this one like commits murders <laughs> he's like a, a toady he's like a little like, he's, he's always like, present right he's like mm-hmm. the witch is familiar <laughs> or like kind of like if that cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch was evil and, it, and didn't talk he'd be like that exactly
1: yeah, that's a good. That's a good comparison. If you didn't see the movie, um Dan just really laid it out for you as far so, as like the cat okay. subplot is concerned. Imagine the cat from totally that show
0: if he didn't talk and he was evil. Same thing. <laughs> Same exact thing.
1: Except it was a real cat
0: and Oh uh, yeah, that too, but like do we have to get into all the nitty-gritty. So gritty the, cat, so
1: more the or less. cat lures Mrs. Mrs. Mac up to the attic. Yeah, dude. Which, if I have a cat and I'm like, I'm fat gonna go and with Miss
2: Mac though, because there were Miss Mac comments made about how she was the queen of all vir- things virginal. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Mac and Claire <laughs> taken out early.
1: Um, yeah, Miss Mac. Um, if yeah. I'm a, if I'm drunk and fat, I'm not. Following a cat up to the attic.
0: Yeah, but that's the other thing For too. For the it's record. She's like half in, half out of the attic, and he grabs her drags her up there. How much do you think she weighed?
1: He dragged uh, her up there. I don't. Remember yeah, like in a what?
0: Like that was with the hook. Yeah, but like that's his hands. Like oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. It's, like, it's a bit. I mean, it's not an easy. Uh, in a
1: real Friday the Thirteenth mo- like moment, we see his hands as he like swings this hook on a pulley system pretty elaborate. Yeah. yeah. But another thing that made me like think mouse of trap.
2: Halloween was that all these murders were very like the blood was very minimal because the murders yeah. were very gruesome but they there wasn't a lot of blood. There very was, minimal. Yeah. It mm-hmm.
1: wasn't um
0: it was kind of like Mousetrap. Yeah. It was like Mousetrap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoops Again, if man. you've not
1: seen the movie,
0: a <laughs> mouse it down trap for you. and you'll know I have a pretty good idea of what it was like.
1: Well, then the murderer has this like freak out Moment, so I think we're supposed to read into like him being
2: sort of tortured by what he's doing.
0: Yeah, he's because uh, he like
2: flips shit. I feel like it's a uh, reminiscent of whatever happened with him and um, Agnes, as you hear in the phone calls. Yeah, he yeah. talks about a girl named Agnes a lot. Which uh, it he sounds does. like it's a like a baby sister.
1: Oh, okay,
2: right,
0: maybe. I don't know. I, there,
2: there's a lot in this movie that's left to your devices. Yeah, you have to there's like a, assume a
1: lot. You uh-huh. have to guess a lot. Yeah.
0: I knew a girl named Agnes in junior high. She went to a different high school. I don't know anything else about her.
1: <laughs> cool story.
0: Yeah, I thought it fit, you know, pretty well with the movie we're talking about. So.
1: <laughs> oh, and then at what point did the search party go out? Did we? Did, oh, that was while this was happening. Everybody yeah, it was, was like all yeah. later yeah. in the, in the day
2: when yeah, um, the, he reported the girl um, when when the Yeah, and the father were, reported yeah, her
0: give, give, give everything a little time to breathe, you know? Okay. Going out for the search party.
2: Well, when. <clears throat> I when think did the that search party was for the little girl, though. Yeah. yeah.
0: But looking, I think
1: that was going on kind of while Mrs. Mack was being murdered. Yeah,
0: I think so. Yeah. That they <laughs> were doing
1: the search party in the park.
0: Right. Um. <laughs> I'm getting
1: crumbs everywhere. Sorry.
2: No,
0: i
1: cool. Dogs come eat my crumbs. Um. Yeah, yeah, it
0: was, yeah, it was, yeah. I wrote I really it. Because they, they so. found,
1: they found the teenage, the high school girl,
0: yeah. murdered mm-hmm. in the park. hmm
1: And you and I and we read that it was really like ten degrees out. That night that they filmed that, yeah, you can tell.
0: Yeah, everybody about about looks movie. very miserable. Again, like I <laughs> talked about it with Texas Tradesaw so Massacre, like with this movie, it looks cold as fuck out. In yeah, this movie. Like it's mm-hmm. like.
2: Well, the weird thing though was that it actually didn't snow much that year, so they used <clears> a <throat> these... weird foam from the fire department.
0: Yeah, that's what they were saying. Yeah. And they
2: said that everywhere that they put this foam, the next spring, the green, the grass was like super green and yeah. lush. That so I like, wonder what the, the, the hell was that was made out of.
0: People. <laughs> people
1: i just had a note that um as they were calling to like report like more phone calls and stuff the police were just flippantly telling people like who were calling in a little girl was murdered in the park like so your problems aren't important like <laughs>
0: Again, dude that dust cop like he was, like... He was, like, a sexist for, like, the 70s. People were like, hey, dude, that's sexist. Like, people back then, you could, like, slap women on the butt at work. But, <laughs> yeah. They were like, dude, hey, not cool, man. That's not <laughs> how you talk to women. Like, <clears throat> so, around this time, too, like, uh, so after that, like, uh, Peter, who's Jess's boyfriend, he, uh, he's got the baby on his mind. He bombs his, like, rec- like his like, audition to... I don't know exactly what. It's kind of unclear. His
1: re- yeah, his piano audition...
0: Yeah, to be, like, the first piano or something.
1: Yeah. So
0: he quits the conservatory, the music conservatory.
1: I mean, he doesn't just bomb. Like, he epically bombs. Like, yeah. as someone who, like, if you know nothing about music. It's like...
2: It's I just feel just... like I could be comfortable with that. Right, yeah. yeah. He's all over the place. place. He's, he's, he's,
0: he's playing very angry. He's, like, he's, like he's hitting the notes, like, too hard.
2: Perhaps if he,
1: you know, didn't spend all his time knocking up his girlfriend...
0: Yeah,
2: you should pull a Castanza, Kids. man. Hey, teen, Just hey, like keep it in, and then you he, become some sort of savant. Yeah, there you go. Hey,
0: teens listening, like keep it in your pants. Like,
1: <laughs> you yeah. want to be like a famous pianist?
0: Yes, get yeah, keep it in your pants. I don't know. Mozart got laid a lot, anyway. So then he like he smashes up his fucking piano. Perhaps foreshadowed. Perhaps not. We don't know yet. And he's like... He, he's he's like, a big
1: failure, so he's like, I gotta make an honest woman out of my
0: girlfriend. Right, but he So smashed, she's
2: not a failure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he smashes the piano, which is, like, even more hardcore than smashing a guitar, because it's a lot more work.
2: Yeah. He about
0: like... The piano's a lot bigger. It's gotta, like, really wreck the shit out of it. Yeah, so he... So that he, uh, he goes home, he's like, Hey, Ben, I quit. He's
1: fight and, with his girlfriend and, about... Uh,
0: yeah, getting so, an abortion, mm-hmm.
1: and they say that. Um,
0: no, he says, "You selfish bitch, killing, a, killing baby, a baby, not, not having, having a wart removed. removed."
1: I don't know. I thought the two procedures were pretty similar, relatively. <laughs> I
0: thought that. You no, know, there's liquid nitrogen involved with removing a wart, not for killing a baby or okay. having. Oh, that's shame. not.
1: That's not how they
0: do abortions. <clears throat> no, not anymore.
1: So you, Doctor Dan, can't <clears throat> perform abortions no. in your work van.
0: No. All right, sure. backstory real quick. I had a wart. I froze it off myself. Used the equipment I had in my work truck, and it uh, worked very well. And my hand looks fine now. So yeah, it'll scar, bad. most likely.
1: But yeah, you yeah. know, we, yeah. I'm not know. like a, a yeah. licensed
0: medical practitioner, so it was pretty good. I mean, I'm I impressed. just
1: I wonder if you can't freeze a baby out of someone. I'm sure it's. You, you, I feel like that uh, if you use that same method But the whole
2: point would was, probably he was affect very it. interested in this same baby not when she sure. failed his piano recital. That's when he was like, let's be a family. But she he had no interest in any of her plans for her life.
0: No. Yeah, she's like, Well I was thinking about it, he's like, No, wrong. You're a mother now. Have <laughs> my baby. She goes downstairs, she's gapping with her gal pals. And there's, the, the Christmas tree seemed to be covered in spider webs.
2: Yeah, I wasn't sure about that. Right. Was, uh, it was, was an that, interesting
1: look. I that thought like that seven, uh, tree Peter
2: was trying to help get stuff off of the tree. Yeah. But, and so he was just intentionally breaking ornaments. Oh, yeah. He threw a lot of hissy fits in this movie. Yeah. You know that he was only in, on um, filming for a week? No. That was it. And he was out. But they make him, they feel the movie
0: is that he's throughout the entire yeah, movie. Yeah, it
1: does,
2: they... 't around
0: that much just like he would have been as a father <laughs>
1: <laughs> he would have been like you know what my whole piano thing is picking
2: back up yeah it's a commitment until that baby comes out
0: yeah he'd have been like you you're like I don't know about you guys but like I remember people like I went to grammar school with whose like parents like hated them for like ruining their lives and so they would like beat the shit out of him and stuff and it was just like really sad that's yeah. what that kid was headed for yo you know, definitely which is why I support a woman's right to choose.
1: Um, Phil Spector starts talking about her cold medicine at this point. I just yeah, like all oh, my cold medicine makes me so tired.
2: <laughs>
1: um, I thought for sure that meant she would be
2: next to die, but I was wrong. Yeah.
0: So, the, so well, do
2: you remember though that when um her and Jess were hang- hanging out um, in the kitchen, in the kitchen, yes. and then they realized when the search party comes knocking at the door, that was the only door they locked in the entire house. Yes. Like, they're like, Same. we should probably lock up. Mhm. I probably would have started locking
1: up just out of like, you know what? My one roommate's missing. Probably nothing. And we're getting obscene phone calls
0: on a regular basis. I'm going to lock
1: everything in this house. Would have been too late because maybe that was
0: already in the house in the '90s. You know, yeah, right. Yeah. Danger, well, but then, like, if you're watching this movie at least to this point, you know the, the body is hidden like in the actual like a rocket in the window open. in the window. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I know it's not finders keepers or like hide and seek, but if I'm looking for someone, I might look in the, int- like the house I live in or they yes. live in like a big, you know, let's see, see, maybe they got the crawl space for some reason.
2: Everyone's looking for this damn cat. <laughs> maybe she crawled <laughs> in somewhere unreasonable. Um, then there's this
1: weird aside where they're at the police station and like. This old dude had like shot a cop in the ass, oh, yeah. and the cop was like, "I want you to pick it out of my butt with your teeth because you filled my ass up with birdshot." Mm. I, I don't remember what that had to do with like the story. Like, I was felt like really it was real, well, old really, old old really stuck in
2: my mind. Yeah, <laughs> little like thing, you know. It <laughs>
0: was funny aside, just, like, He was but, like, yeah. "I'll do it again." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, back at the house, so Barb is like drunk as usual, and she goes upstairs to go to sleep. Barb
1: also has a wreath on her door that's covered in little airline booze
2: bottles.
0: Like, I was pretty jealous of
1: that. That's an awesome wreath. Mm -hmm. I love Barb so much. Oh my god! Uh, Yeah, and
2: then the killer takes like.
1: Oh, there's also a scene right before we get to that. It's the most disturbing scene in
2: the movie where Peter calls, crying like a little bitch (laughs) about the baby. Well, that was only because the how the piano recital went. You're gonna kill my baby.
0: It's bad. Yeah, and then the killer calls, and he makes reference to, he's like, hey, it's not getting a fucking wart removed. And she's like, whoa, hey, what's going on? The
1: killer said that? Yeah,
0: yes. he said oh, that.
1: Oh, right, because he could <clears throat> hear everything. Well, we
0: don't, you know, you're giving things away already.
1: If, we gave plenty away already. All right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
0: so Barb's laying upstairs, drunk in bed, and the killer, like, she's got a bunch of, like, crystal unicorns and, like, crystal swans filled with sand. Yeah. And he takes one of those like and just, yeah, fucking murders are with it. Such a sad ending to such a great character. Rest in peace. Oh yes. Rest peace.
2: in peace, Barb. Plink.
1: My favorite part I was like I pretty much checked out of the movie
2: the rest of the time after <laughs> Barb was done. That was like it for me. Yeah. Um oh, I think it also should be mentioned that the police are listening to all these conversations by now. Oh
1: yeah, and they're so they hear yeah.
0: about yeah. it. And, and you see, Peter also around this point, you see some beautiful mechanical analog phone machines. I was
2: getting very confused about that because that was oh. out of that was before my time,
0: <laughs> dude. Gorgeous stuff. I mean, because nowadays it's like it's it all. It was really versatile. hard to trace
2: phone calls back then. You had to right. run around to all these yeah, wires. Yeah, like, there's these hallways <laughs> filled with like all this machinery.
0: Well, stuff with like magnetic contactors and stuff. Just beautiful equipment. It's just yeah. It's like it's not just like oh through a microchip it's like no there's like physically like wires moving and stuff
2: yeah and off. even though things have changed so much since then people still have to keep people on the line for so much time to actually figure out who
0: they are yeah, yeah or at least they do in yeah, yeah maybe like, that's just a movie yeah, thing and it's really that. actually <laughs> really easy to figure it out <laughs> <clears throat> but nowadays too it's always like oh we, we have like 10 seconds like this one it's like a dude literally like running around in the phone coming like where the fucks are coming from yeah <laughs> And, uh, I think
2: he was the real hero in the movie. I liked that
1: John Saxon realized, like, yeah, at this phone, the, realized the, the calls are coming from in the house. Well, games.
0: that's, yeah, this is, like, one of the first movies, like, it's, like, that old, like, urban legend. It's the, it's calls the, are the from, babysitter the, and the man yeah. In yeah. upstairs, yeah. But, but as a kid, that didn't really make sense to me, because I heard that urban legend, and it was, like, well, if the, like... There were no cell phones that it was like, well, most people had one phone line. Like, yeah. They, they had two because... no, oh,
2: this was like rich people problems.
0: Right. Well, Miss <laughs> Mac had one because she was like, you know, that's like one of the girls, but they had one phone line. She had one. That's sure. like, no, it's the other phone line in the house. Yeah,
1: because he gives, he gets the call that like, oh, the calls are coming from this address and they're like, he's like, no, that's the address the calls are going to. And he's like, yes. And they're also coming from there. And it's like, yeah. oh, dun, shit. Dun, dun, and John Saxon's out looking for Peter at this point. So he has to tell, like, the moron cop, you need to calmly <laughs> get Jess out of that house.
0: Yeah. And which it's...
1: he does not
2: do very almost, well. We he hit... tried at first, but yeah, I he, yeah. He's like, no,
0: just go outside. Just go outside. He's like, okay, there's a killer in the house. There's a killer in the house. He was like, oh, dude, you fucked up. Uh, we almost got two phone lines at my parents' house. Back when, um, to date myself. Well, I know there was AOL. a big thing in the 80s. Well, we almost did it because of AOL, like, oh. and then, but, like, cable modems came out, and we did that instead, but.
1: Yeah, and, um, Jess won't leave her two friends who are dead. Uh, Phil has, Phil Spector's been murdered at this point, too. We I don't know how Phil, they didn't really show what happened to her. She uh, was going to bed or she was checking on Barb, I think. Yeah, she yeah. went to
2: Barb's room and the door shut and that was it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we didn't really see what happened with Presumably
0: her. Presumably killed by like another, like, like, like maybe like, like, like a, a crystal pegasus <laughs> with, like, clear blue water in it like <laughs> so jammed in her face.
1: I appreciated that Jess didn't leave the house without her friends.
0: Yeah, yeah because... Because like, if me, co- I'm
1: assuming they're still alive. Yeah, And she grabs a weapon, like the the fireplace poker. Yeah. You know. And
0: and she has an adorable accent, which is, it's funny because she sounds almost British because when people have a really good, uh, if they're from like another country, they usually learn like British English.
1: Oh.
2: And that's why she
0: sounds almost like. Oh hello! Put some tea on the kettle. Hey,
2: the Mona.
0: <laughs> it's a lorry. That's what they call trucks there. Well, she was born, born in Argentina, Argentina. right? She's, yeah, but, but she's British. But, but they, they learn British English too, yeah. Because like, they view, like that's why like Hans Gruber. Well, I mean he's British too. But like you should meet someone who's like from Germany who speaks really good English. They like they sound British because they learn British English, not American English. They're um, so, like, oh, it's football. That's what they call soccer there. Well, she Crazy. goes
1: to check on...
0: Fuck my diggy dog. That's trying, like a slag. Maybe it's like suck my dick. they so weird So like she
1: goes upstairs to check on her friends. Yeah. With, and she's And she's armed. After she, she gets a that weapon. phone call from
0: the shitty cop.
1: Yeah. What weapon did she grab? She know. grabbed a fireplace poker. Okay. I'm
2: yeah. She
0: so you can fuck someone up with that. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And then a, and then um, she gets up to Barb's room
0: and... It's the Halloween-esque scene. She opens the door. Finds her friends Yeah. Dead. Phil and Barb are like... Dead and posed, like, like yeah, a, they
1: were. And she finds that there's an eye peeking at her through the door jam.
0: Yeah, creepy looking eye. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like on that uh, one ACDC album cover with the eye, like the people.
1: Which is an uncredited part because a lot of people were really creeped out by that. Yeah, it's it's like probably like a, took credit. It's probably Angus Young. <laughs> probably. Um,.
0: So yeah, she Why did,
1: And she can't get out the front door in time. She right. even attacks the guy. Yeah. She hits him with the poker.
0: Yeah, she can't get out the front door. So she runs and she's like, I'm going to hide in the basement. She bars the door, like Night of the Living Dead style. She's like, all right. I'm just going to be cool down here. And by this point, John Saxon's like tearing ass to the house. He's like, all right.
2: I think that police station was like really far away, though. Yeah, yeah, well,
0: yeah and he was because out looking he, for it Peter. Took him a
2: while <laughs>
0: and, and he's
1: <laughs> like, me well, and my hair are gonna get there. Well, it's like back- it's, I forgot my eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dark hair, dark it's eyebrows, like, handsome
0: man. Takes a while to drive places.
2: It's true, uh, and this is Canada. Let's remember,
0: right? Well, and that's the other thing too. Like going back real quick, just thinking about it now. Like when the girl's missing, like we do not have cell phones then. Like it yeah. was like oh, she could just be somewhere where there a the phone. It's like, they just
1: kept kind of making reference to she's probably shacked up with her boyfriend. Yeah. And so
0: then her that boyfriend
2: is... became a flame by that. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, moving back to where we are in the movie. So okay. yeah, so Peter, like, so she's at the basement and her boyfriend, Peter, shows up. He's
1: and He's like, I would be afraid of Peter at this point, We've seen him too.
0: freak out a couple times. Yeah, he's a And bitch. he shows up and he knocks on the door and he seems like himself. It's like, it's like that part, like, you know, like, before the team 1,000 turns evil or something, it's like, <laughs> oh, hey, hey. Hey, Jess, what's going on, man? Hey, let me in. She's like, Peter, go away. She's afraid of him. And he's like, all right, I'm going to bust the fucking window That'll
2: be the friendliest way to enter the house. Yeah. But he doesn't yeah. even know what's going on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's emotionally distraught. And so he starts, uh, you know, it's like, oh, shit, Peter's a killer. And uh, he comes over to her, and she fucking she takes care of business.
2: I, you know... <laughs> I, the first time I watched it, I didn't realize that he, she had killed him. Yeah. I thought he was just, like,
0: out cold.
1: I think she killed him. Oh, Oh, she she definitely killed killed
0: him. him. He he was dead as fuck. Yeah, Yeah. he was, she over the head. And then they
1: put her in bed and stuff. Well, yeah, well,
0: She's really stupid.
2: Yeah, they leave her.
0: Yeah, which is a little, a little unbelievable. Yeah. Because it has to be like, oh, man, she's been through a lot.
2: Well, I think they assume that Peter
0: was the killer. Yeah. Right. But still, like,
2: Someone passes out, you know, right, because he was in like, a,
0: again, okay, we're giving it away now. But, like, yeah, so you hear, like, the Dan, killer's. We already
1: did a spoiler alert. Yeah, God like, damn like, it. no one needs to watch yeah, this like, movie. We're trying
0: to do it kind of in order for people. Like, some people aren't going to fucking watch this movie, and so we want to, like, kind of know what's going on. Okay,
1: alright, take us through an order, Dan.
0: <sighs> okay, now you're just patronizing <laughs> me. But, so, like, yeah, he, uh, so it's like, oh, P- the, the killer said all that shit, like Peter said on the phone. So, Peter's probably the killer. We saw Peter like freak out, get violent. He broke that window in. He like kicked in the door, and then he's dead. It's like okay, cool. And it's like back then, it's like oh, you know, maybe maybe everything will be okay because it's like the seventies, you know, mm-hmm. it's the swinging seventies, as Jim Gannon would say. And uh, and then like everyone leaves the house, you hear the foot, you know, he's like <laughs> like the crazy killer voice. Like- he was
1: doing a real creepy whisper, like a, the door jam scene. He was doing like a he was creepily whispering
0: mm-hmm.
1: at her that was the the scariest whispering I've ever
0: seen in a movie <laughs> yeah and so yeah her then pe- it's
1: kind of left unknown mm-hmm. like cause right. they all leave her in the house like maybe the killer went and killed her then, Right after that
0: yeah it's pretty ambiguous it's like.
1: pretty dark though that like she killed her boyfriend for no reason
0: oh
2: yeah well, well it's kinda, no let's face it she had to get rid of him yeah <laughs> yeah he sucked <laughs> if she wanted to move on with her life like yeah, both the, the
1: baby and
0: her around. boyfriend had to go yeah
1: so that was the end of the movie.
0: Yes.
2: Um, can we, before we get to the second... Well, no, no, no. Oh. oh that yeah. wasn't oh. the end of the movie. What she was... was in her bed. Oh, yeah. And then you start oh, yeah, hearing the, the whispering. The whispering. Guy. Yeah,
0: that's what was, yeah. As
2: it pans through the house. Yeah. Up and then
0: if the you attic. watch after the credits, Samuel L. Jackson comes in and he invites <laughs> the killer to join the Avengers. Yes. Well, um, in,
2: the, in the ending, there was an alternate ending that yeah, was supposed to Yeah, where he, like,
0: literally, like... No, cut. where oh. Chris
2: was supposed to be the killer. Oh, yeah, there was that. Chris? Wait, what Chris? Chris was uh, uh, the, the one with the, the fabulous coat, coat and the great hockey Boyfriend? Yeah. yeah. Like, she wakes up and says yeah, yeah, yeah. something, and he goes, we can't tell Agnes, and then he kills her. But Bob Clark didn't want that. He wanted he it want to be ambiguous. ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah. I like
1: the ambiguous ending. I thought that was creepier.
2: Um... The
1: killer kept being like, I'm Billy, I'm Billy. <laughs> like, he was like, the, that was his name, I guess? Billy? Like, we, we
0: don't know! Yeah. Okay. Dude, okay. Um, names being changed, but okay. Yeah, I better do this out. She I listen to. Here, write down the time. Yeah, I better write that down. <laughs> Shit. Wait, can you tell us who it is? Off the air. Off the air. <laughs> Less editing. Yeah. So, um. yeah. Okay, the segments. Before
1: we get into those, do we want to talk at all about, like, well, you kind of got into the Roe v. Wade thing. Right. What was happening in movies uh, at the time? This is the same year Texas Chainsaw came out.
0: Right. I mean... Uh,
1: oh, yeah. Yeah. And,
0: yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, other important things, like, I mean, the Vietnam War just ended up a couple years before...
1: It has that feel of, like, a sort of nihilistic, like, end of this, like, flower child 60s sort of feel. Like, Mm -hmm. things were a little darker in the early 70s. Well, it's
0: kind of like my favorite era of film. Like, we'll talk about this more. Late 60s, early 70s, yeah. yeah. Because also, like, you get all these, like, just, like, it's when the old way they did movies fell apart. And you get a lot of, like, crazy movies. But they're really good, too. Like, it's not just, like, a bunch of... It's, like, anytime they kind of change the rules of how you make movies, you get guys who sneak in there, like, Quentin Tarantino, but, like, in the case of, like, the, the 60s, you get, like, Sam Peckinpah making the Wild Bunch, Night of the Living Dead, Clockwork Orange, like, all these movies are just, like, insane. Like, try to Well,
1: especially a- when you get into genres and stuff that people weren't paying as much attention to, they were really pushing the envelope and yeah. right. doing I mean, things differently. I mean,
0: you I mean, into, like, a studio and, like, pitching a Clockwork Orange, like, like, okay, yeah. so he rapes women, he's a protagonist, um... He well, even like a *Night of, of the Living Dead*.
1: What year did *Night of the Living Dead* come out? 68. 1968. Is a black protagonist.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. No, that's yeah. a genre
1: film oh, moment. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't see that in.
0: Unk. You know, straw dogs, *Good and the Bad and the Ugly*. Well, Lots I think of awesome this movies.
2: opened the book for um, one of Stranger Calls*, which came mm-hmm. out in 1979. Which. <clears throat> Particularly, like I think, I feel like I like how they took that movie better because I, I, you guys like the ambiguous ending, but I, I need to know what happened, and that yeah. bu- that bugged me about this movie is that it's not you have no movie. idea who the killer is, yeah. But yeah. but I'm like I, that's just me. I need yeah, no, and I generally
1: would tend to prefer them. I guess I like this. That is like there's a reason you don't normally do it that way. I guess, yeah. And I but, I kind of. Like that
2: in this I think movie. if they would have done a sequel, I would have been more satisfied, but... But they, they did an
0: unofficial sequel, which is Holloway, Which was
2: the and greatest... Is... Well, yeah. And... Which was... Yeah. But, and and I mean... we can <clears throat> fully agree. Yeah, we can. I'd hope I mean, this kind of
0: kicked off also just slasher movies. It's kind of... Slasher, yeah, Say what you without about, like, being as bloody as it something. was, yeah, but like it, it's like this is like the prototypical like killer is someone else at the end. Well,
2: this was um, kind of hailed as like the first slasher movie because Generally, it was kind of ahead of its time. Oh yeah, it definitely. Like it was. the American films definitely took place later. Like even right, a few. I do like too later. how
0: like in this movie they're people in college, so they're playing like they've got like twenty five year olds playing like. 22 year olds but like a lot of slasher movies especially the 80s it was like 35 year olds playing teenagers yeah, yeah. I was like
2: oh yeah I see it right through that yeah
0: um, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't This does. she looks like no one I went to high school with I, I think the one dude. person who
2: truly looked like she was a very young college student was Claire like yeah, she, she looked, young. looked very young and but so it, did Jess looked pretty young too yeah. but even
0: then like they're playing like some who's like 22 and they're like 25 or something yeah so, like, it was definitely and closer Mm-hmm. So, our segments. Beloved we wanna segments. We want to get into that? Okay, okay which right. one
1: do we want to talk about first? Uh,
0: best Hair. The um, Captain Rhodes Memorial Award. Uh, this will come out before our Day of the Dead post, but uh, it's... Uh...
2: I'm going to go with the detective. Yeah.
0: Okay. John I went with Mr. Harrison. Bald-ass Mr. Harrison.
2: He was a close second.
0: Okay, because also, like, I've talked about this with the ladies before. Like, some of you will forget, like, you don't see it anymore, like... Dudes walking around like bald as fuck
2: and like totally rocking it, right? Right,
0: because nowadays it's become socially acceptable for white dudes to shave their heads.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, well it's, it's, like, it's a cop out. Now. Let's face it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't accept my baldness, so I'm going to shave it. Yeah. He, yeah, people won't be able to. Shave. So I, I don't. Look like you're like wearing
1: I, it like a badge. Like mm-hmm. that dude is like, and it's like the flyaway bald. Yeah, like right around the ears. There's whiskey. Yeah,
2: there's like too <laughs>
0: Very like, um he, he, It's complete horseshoe It's like full Like there's nothing up yeah. yeah Very uh Rocky horror Yes <laughs> yeah, Like you think about Like like George Costanza From Seinfeld Like nowadays He would just shave his head mm-hmm. Someone like that You know
2: it, it, Like is he a biker Or is he a bald guy Like you Right well, <laughs> you know? It's become
1: socially <laughs> dangerous stuff, like, or we're, not we're, Right
0: For like white dudes Who like work a White collar job, to, like shave their head. Yeah, you're 45 years old, you shave your
1: head. Yeah, there's a lot of guys at my office with just like straight up bicked heads, right? Because they're bald, yeah, you don't see that like they're goddamn
0: Michael Jordan or something. Yeah, you're like, I'm just
1: gonna, I I look like a bald dude, but I'm just gonna try and look like a badass instead. Yeah, um, I, I put down. Maybe John Saxon, but really Phil Spector had my favorite <laughs> hair in this
2: movie. The,
0: uh, the the Lady Jufro, Lady Jufro,
2: I do have to admire. I was really jealous of Jess's hair. Like, oh, God, she was her like hair her worked. hair was like Gorgeous. the epitome of youth. And Gorgeous. I, frankly, my hair was never that luscious. My
1: hair could never look that way. I would have to wear a wig. She had the most beautiful, like the longest. Like, unbroken yeah. pieces
2: of hair. It was super long, and, and it just shiny. went all the way down. It wasn't, like, you know, raggedy at the end. No, she had absolutely... I did I, not like the weird middle part, though. That was weird. Was I, that was like a 70s, 70s though. Thing, like, yeah,
1: I'll accept it for that. But like, That's yeah, why John
2: Saxon won it. I'm me.
1: glad that you brought up her hair, because... It was
2: gorgeous. It
1: maybe is the winner because I mean, maybe it was because mesmerized. she was pregnant. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it didn't <laughs> look like she was that far right. along. But you I, I know. think
0: that's a good transition point for best titties. It's just hands down. Just
1: hands down in that hand sweater.
0: I'm gonna disagree. Oh, oh.
2: yeah. What are you,
1: what are you posing with the best
2: pair of titties? I well, let's face it. There were not a lot of titties in this movie. No, no. there were none actually. Um, no so, so I'm gonna. Beauties, not even big boobs. though Margot Kidder. Has no titties. I'm gonna go with. Oh, she Barb. did, have a
0: very revealing. She wore shirt. a very
2: low cut shirt, shirt for the party shirt, yes. and then she had a very like low cut negligee for bread. Yes. I'm gonna say she, even though she didn't have much, she to begin was showing about, a lot of skin. She worked really hard to yeah. show them. See, so I'm like, gonna go with her.
0: See, but like for me, like as a guy, I could say like Jess. I wanted to see her boobs, and then I looked her up on IMDb, and it turns out I did when I saw that uh, version of Julia. Shakespeare in junior high, and they they didn't block it out or anything. We just saw her like. It was like, it was great. Oh, see, she...
2: we had a lady holding up a broom. Like oh. I didn't get to see her boobs. <laughs> back then. A lady a broom. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: it was boobies. great, too. Cause...
2: God forbid you see
1: a pair of Well, I went to Catholic school. You used to eat from those. Like When we learned sex
2: ed, we were all like, what's wrong with that penis? It was because it was uncircumcised. We are like, oh, like, no. Yeah. No, that is
0: gross. You are right to be disgusted. But like when we saw it, it was great because in that Romeo and Juliet, She's got like a lot of like you know like bustiers on and stuff, like, yeah. A lot of cleavage, and then I was like, boom, titties, nice. I'm still gonna go with Barb. Barb, like, I like that answer. Barb it in, this movie. in that
1: blue button-up shirt with, with the that. velvet choker. Yeah, I mean, her like, whole it was pretty was obvious.
2: Obviously, she didn't have her dangle tie. But
0: she, but you really know, what? worked it.
1: If you're gonna wear a uh, if you have no boobs you wear a low cut top like that and it mm-hmm. looks that flattering
0: well and then then you're like Whoa, I want to see those boobs even though there's like, not a lot of boob there no <laughs> not a lot of which is all. a great transition to best outfit.
2: Okay, I hard... say Jess because that hand sweater where yeah, the hands hand is over her boobs. Sweater like there's it's giant a black hands
1: sweater. It's a black knit big, sweater white with hands. white hands over right over her the boobs. It's
2: amazing.
1: It's are not amazing like sweater. it's not like
0: privy because like giant hands. They cover most of her torso,
1: but it's definitely over the boobs.
2: Oh yeah, it's yeah, definitely, like definitely like suggestive, a, but it's yeah. like.
0: It's not as suggestive as if, like, a, a sorority girl was wearing that today. All so right. I mean, like, and
2: I would wear that to a party. You guys go ahead and
1: discuss more of your outfits, because I have a
0: lot um, of outfits here.
1: Oh I,
2: secondly, I think, um, the boyfriend of Claire, Chris. that fur coat. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And yes. then third would be Claude, the cat, because it... Fur was just so fluffy.
0: <laughs> I really liked um, when uh, Mario Kidder Barb, when she was into the police station, when she opens her beer, she's wearing a blue denim hat and she has a Doctor Who scarf. Stop on. talking
1: about my favorite
0: outfit. In <laughs>
1: oh no! Stop it. But go ahead.
0: No, no, okay. no. You can pick up where I left off.
1: No, 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 no. I have a lot of outfits. You can keep. All talking. right. Um,
0: yeah, that was pretty much. I that was pretty great. Okay,
1: I have a lot. Okay, here we go. Um, I have mm-hmm. Barb's. As Sonny was discussing, her men's shirt, velvet choker, and a soft updo. Well, her bangs came from the back of her head. Yes, I loved it. Uh, Dude in the fur fur coat, Claire packs a really cute houndstooth jacket at one point. Um, Peter's got a great turtleneck on with his 70s Malcolm McDowell hair, who it turns out was offered that role, as Sonny and I discussed earlier. Turtleneck is tucked into the brown pants. Just when I thought that outfit had reached a fever pitch, out comes the plaid sport coat. Um, Jesse's pink hat with a collared top and the sweater dress over it. Gorgeous outfit. And then, of course, um, well, I'll go into Phil Spector's fur-trimmed coat. Phil Spector had a really nice nightgown
2: too at one point. Oh yeah, right um, to the neck, right to under the neck, neck the chin, long sleeve, collar. yeah, frills.
1: And then of course there my be favorite, no midnight rapings. <laughs> no midnight rapings in that outfit. Yeah. You could not get to the genitals in that outfit. Um, my favorite outfit is Dan already discussed, but I'll elaborate on was Barb's outfit in a denim hat the blue button-down, Doctor Who scarf, and an embellished jacket. Perfect outfit.
0: The, the hat, too, is... That's <laughs> <see laughs> my real, favorite outfit. You forgot the, the you see...
1: beer. And she cracks open a beer well, in that outfit the hat, too, is not a hat stage.
0: you see these days. If no. It's like a very savvy. hat. Like, it's like the kind of hats What do you call wear. those hats? It's something you see like the Mod Squad in movies nice like It's my South hat. Yeah. It's, it's those,
1: those round with the button on top. It's usually yeah. like
0: African Americans who wear them in movies from the 70s. Yeah. and TV shows from that era. There's
1: a name for that type of hat. But I, don't I don't know, know it. what it is. And we're, we, we're not going to look it up. We're not going to look that. Yeah. Yeah. up. No. That's
0: not the kind of thing we yeah. do. Um, so, scariest scene.
1: Okay, I have one for this. Okay. Sure. Um... Well, I have a few. I'll talk about my number one. All right. Um, I think the scariest scene in this movie is when they're on the phone with the police. And it's Phil Spector and Jess in, like, the front room area. Yeah. And you see a oh, darkened figure yeah, in the good. background in front of the doorway. And it's That's pretty, unsett- it's very effectively done, like, it's pretty unsettling, it's creepy. I thought that was the scariest part of the movie. Well,
0: like, I thought the, um, as soon as she knows there's someone in the house, like, when, he, when she does get that phone call, like, it's very cliche, but it, it's a cliche for a reason, it works. it works. It's like, when it's like, no, there's someone in the house, and she's like,
1: Fuck. I need to get my friends.
0: And, like, that was always my big fear as a child, too, is, like, that someone would be in the house, like, and I yeah. didn't know.
1: In your own house, yeah. Right.
0: And so that, and like, it's like, she's not helpless. Like, she's not a damsel in distress, which I really liked about this movie. Um, For
1: being like the year that it came out. Right, like, that yeah. too,
0: you know. And movies weren't as progressive in the 80s, generally speaking. Yeah. So that that ups to them, you know, props to them. But uh, but it was also just, it was like, oh, this is scary. And it's something she has to do. And it's not like she could just run away, you know.
2: Sonny, what's your scariest scene? We okay, have two. Um,. When the choir kids are singing. Yes,
1: that was good. I
2: do not like when people sing. It <laughs> freaks me out.
1: Was that the part that scared you about? I the, the
2: hairs in the back of my neck were going up because yeah. like I fear the day that I have to open the door <laughs> to the choir children. Um the second one They was, were cutting between the killer and the she was distracted yeah. from the killer between the carolers that I, I couldn't tell which was scary. <laughs> and the second one was watching Peter do his piano recital because there's nothing <laughs> more worse than watching someone vomit. <laughs> it, was, it was very uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable. So those are my two.
1: I think also that um, the the phone calls were pretty unsettling, and the eye peeking through the door jam
0: That was, was pretty pretty well done. Yeah, Angus Young, yeah, uncredited. Who's uncredited?
1: Angus Young, yeah, yeah. Door,
0: yeah. Um, um, best death
2: best death. Okay, I've got this one. Go ahead. Go ahead. When uh-huh, Miss Mac was walking around killing all those bottles of Sherry that were <laughs> in the house, that was by far the best death. Boom. <laughs> Especially when she'd <sighs> find one she'd already killed and get all upset about it. Uh,
1: yeah. She would mourn the death of that yeah. bottle. If
2: you're willing to drink out of a toilet, then, yeah. you know. Yeah, she didn't knows.
1: drink
0: out of the toilet.
1: She drink a bottle she hid in the back. Still. That tank Still. had stains You the know the that
0: bathroom There's and some shit. Dude, it's like cleaner than the rest. Of the
1: Do bathroom. I have to start checking the toilet tanks at our house
2: for a <laughs> like to I hide did, it. I did think i we'll watch this so I would like,
0: oh, be a good place to hide booze. But, you know.
2: I had trouble with the best death because they didn't show much. No. You
0: know, and so it was I hard was, for me I to pick anything. Uh, kind of the first one which was great just the bag over the head. Yeah. It was really good, well done. I agree. And it was like
1: a, it's something like in your psyche cause your mother would always warn you, Don't put those bags over your head, you know? And, and you still did because it was funny. You know? Right. I did. There was always a panic, claustrophobic moment of, oh shit, it really like it, it stops me from breathing. I need to get this off my head. But, yeah. Um, so. My best death is um, Murder by Unicorn Horn. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the best death.
0: Yeah, it's like something out uh, of like uh, like a novel from the seventies like, ooh, hey, check this out get killed by unicorns? Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> and then our swinging seventies, as Jim Gannon would say.
1: Our last segment. Oh, category? No, there's two more.
0: There's two more. Yeah, there's. Would you survive? Yeah, I thought that was the last one. Well, there's also our rating system. Oh,
2: right, 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 right. Right, 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 right.
0: So, would you survive?
2: No. I Can drink way too much in college. You think you'd get I drink too way too much in college and so not you care. You'd be Barb. It. Oh. Yeah. I'll <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Elise?
1: Would I survive? Okay. I I didn't answer this one in my notes. I'm going to say, mm, again, I feel I'd be alarmed by the missing roommates. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm at home. There's always people there. I'm going to say no, I would die because I would feel a false sense of comfort by like, being somewhere where there's normally people coming in and out of the house. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I would feel less threatened and less worried, even with the creepy phone calls coming in. Yeah. Um, I think I would die. Yeah.
0: I would survive because I'm the killer. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, but, uh, just, just fun guys. Not really the killer in this fake movie (laughs) that came out nine years before I was born. Um, but also, no men die in this movie, so I think yeah, I'd be. No men except time. for except for the guy. Oh
1: no, the police outside.
0: Oh yeah, the one the cop. I and, Peter. Yeah. and Peter, yeah, and Peter. Two men but die. I you. Nice I could, theory, man. I, I could see you killing me. If I'm being completely honest. If I
1: thought you were the killer.
0: Yeah, but. If you... Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say maybe. You but fifty fifty. Yeah, because if I was just one of these girls drunken boyfriends, fine. Yeah. Cool.
1: But if you were, like, having a hard time with your piano recital and shit, maybe, yeah, maybe I don't you'd think be, like, kind of getting unhinged. and.
0: I cannot play the piano, so maybe I'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm more and more towards, yeah, I'd be fine. Okay. Yeah.
2: I just want to put out there that this movie <sighs> bombed so bad when it first came out that they <sighs> actually tried to re-release it two other times. Yeah. Two other times. Yes, it was also released as Silent Night, Evil Nate, Evil Night, and then also it was an NBC special called Stranger in the House, oh. which was supposed to be the original title for the movie. However, Bob Clark wanted a like a Christmas feel to yeah. it, right. obviously, which he yeah Christmas story. But now
0: this is also something too. Like I was reading the trivia too. Like this is something like for you kiddies out there and stuff. They used to do that with movies. Like, they would release... Like, before we had national Well, Halloween media, was
1: supposed to be a TV movie.
0: We're, well, I'm not even talking about that, but I'm talking about when national... Before, like, we had national media and, like, the internet and stuff. Um, into the 80s and stuff, movies would be released, like, in this part of the country would one day... But then, like, this part, would be like... Oh, well, the order of, like, a, a smaller theater... Chain like uh, you know most theaters right here are Lowe's. Uh, so I think that's pretty much all we have right here. AMC's, yeah, AMC. But then you know a little further south of the state we have G- GKC Cinema So they might be like, okay, we don't like the name Black Christmas. So we're gonna call it Christmas Bird.
1: Oh. And
0: then the other thing you get around this time, up into the '90s, is on video they'd be like, okay, so we bought the rights to this movie, Christmas Evil. It didn't do that well. We're gonna rename it. Um, you know, Christmas Death. And so that's why you, like, uh, like, like a really shitty movie especially like um, uh, Night of the Zombies which I own which is I bought it because of, like wow this movie's terrible but like it's, it's also known as Virus it's known as Zombie 3 as though it's a sequel to like the Lucio Fulci Zombie movie. Mm. And, like, they do all kinds of crazy shit like that. So it was, like, less, like, regulated and everything.
2: Well, I wonder, though, if they had gotten Malcolm McDowell. And I believe that, um, I did read that Gilda Radner was supposed to be Phil. Yeah. Uh, however, she had obligations to Saturday Night yeah. Live. Wrong um, choice. But... Yeah. Yeah, wrong choice. Well, um, suicide. Olivia, happened to her. Olivia Hussey, who, um... Yes. Was just in this movie... She actually took this role because a psychic told her it would be a good idea.
0: <laughs> so, and I love too with the trivia that when she was eventually when she was in Rock with Steve Martin, he's like, "I love your work, I love your work," and she's like, "Oh, he must mean Romeo and Juliet." It turned out he'd seen Black Christmas twenty seven times. Well, he watches it every movies. Christmas yeah.
2: season, so he could be watching it. right He next. could be watching it as we record. Elvis Presley also loved this movie. Yeah. I believe it. Elvis he's not, Presley, he's not watching it right now. But. No. <laughs> uh, unless
0: he's alive. We don't <laughs> know.
2: Wherever he is. Wherever you are, Elvis Presley. All right, so
0: the rating system, the rating system we've come up with for this podcast. Wait, is... do we
2: have any more trivia we want to discuss before mm. we move on? Um, I think it's honorable mention in that Margot Kidder was an Amityville Horror. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. that right. might be one of the reasons I had such a hard time believing she was a college student.
1: Does that elect her as a scream queen? Is that mm-hmm.
2: enough roles? That's the only other horror movie right. that was, she like, mentioned. She never took her
0: top off in any of them, too. Mm-hmm. She also- tried
2: in Black Christmas, I tell you. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, we would compare movies to Friday the 13th Part 4, sort of a baseline horror movie.
2: You can come up with your own rating system. Hot, like Halloween 4?
0: no, no. No. <laughs> No, oh. Halloween 4 is shit.
2: Uh, no, fuck you, it's awesome. <laughs> no.
1: Is that the curse of Michael Myers? No, no, that's 6.
0: That's 6. No, number 4 is the one where he has a psychic connection with his niece.
2: Yeah. Um, who and... ends up playing a role in the Rob Zombie drones. Yeah, she's The little she's girl, the girl
1: who was stalked by a Halloween fan.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, j- Friday's. Don't 13, tell me that they four. can come up
0: with their own. Right. Okay, is okay, I'll nice. stick with.
1: Her. You, yeah. Okay, you have to use a movie you're not familiar with off the top of your head. Well, I'm creating No, I'm
0: familiar what are you doing? with. Yeah. Yeah, she is. What are you doing? You're, you're throwing a wrench. Jason,
2: four. I'm very uh, okay. She, okay, she knows. Kelly, really. yeah. yeah. What am I? Who am I it's talking pretty to? Pretty
0: bad. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. Chris Ben Glover. It, it's it's not so much bad as it's just not good.
2: I really liked how uh, um, the Friday Thirteenth Three though.
0: Right. So I don't know if that... But we're not talking about that. How does <laughs> this movie compare to Friday the 13th part 4? Uh, I'm
2: going to say it's better.
0: I'm going to agree with you. I'm
2: going to say it's slightly better. Yeah.
0: I would say it's a lot better. I don't so. know. But like, I've just seen a lot.
2: Um, I, I didn't like how we didn't know who the killer was. I didn't like how they didn't evolve, like, how that character took place. That kind of bugged me. So I think that was a big part in it. Um... The fact that nobody ever found anyone in the in the goddamn attic, really yeah. Bugged me too. like you're fucking, I get you're in Canada, but like it, like check the fucking attic yeah. if you're looking for multiple people. You know, yeah. like give me a break. It's a murder happened in the house when you scan the whole place. That bugged right. me a lot. So.
1: Yeah, if someone went missing and like five minutes ago she was in her room
2: and the next thing we knew she was gone, maybe check the attic. Yeah, I don't and remember. also when I was little at, and I do check the of horror movies in my video story in alphabetical order. Yeah. So this is one of the first ones, so I think that's why maybe I don't have the highest regard for it. Yeah. I do love it. It's a classic, but at the same time there's a lot of things I, they could have improved on. I went
1: in with low expectations and I was surprised. Um I thought it was genuinely funny, like more like funnier than I thought it would be and I was impressed by like
0: a real gold-plated
1: whore. I mean, there were some really <laughs> unforgettable lines. You can't rip a townie. Let me just repeat that. You yeah. cannot rip a I do a think I
2: watched it too young to
1: get yeah. a lot of the <laughs>
2: jokes. So. Barb
1: is definitely my personal hero, so it's like, i got to take that with me. Um, I have my rating system for the... Dan is really annoyed that I do this, but out of five machetes... Oh, my God. I give this oh movie, let's say... When you factor in humor and a couple of genuinely scary parts, let me give it, mm, how many machetes did I give Day of the Dead, yet unreleased, because we're putting this out for Christmas? Um, Like, I didn't give it even two quite. I'm going to give this two and a half machetes out of five. That
0: sounds like a good reading, yeah. I would give it three, at least, if I was going on machetes, because we're not, and the the scale we established, okay, Elise. Is this movie better? Like, how does this movie compare to Friday the 13th Part 4?
2: It's better than Friday the 13th part. Slightly okay. better. How much better? Okay, brighter? okay, like, I have uh, to say it's setting, a quite a bit better. Yeah,
0: it's a lot better. It's yeah. a lot better. But
2: it's not, like, the greatest. It, Maybe I mean, me three machetes. But
1: here's the thing. I oh have boy. I have Texas Chainsaw Massacre at, like, 4.75 machetes. I have to say, machetes. I kind of like
2: this machete rating. <laughs> <laughs> how yeah, how like, many machetes do you give it? Oh my <laughs> like, God. Friday the 13th 4 I mean, is kind of vague. It is Where, pretty you know, fucking. It's a very low standard for horror movies. So. There's going to be a couple it's of. The, it's a strang- perfect team.
0: Two strangulations. So I'm going to strangle both of you.
1: Strangulations? <laughs> yes. You're going to strangle. How many machetes, Sonny, out of five? I think I agree with him with three. Three? I think three is fair. It's good because it was so early, but it's yeah. like I've been spoiled I, with
2: other movies I, right. to not I be did, able to you appreciate have to give it fully. I yeah. think
1: three is good because you have to so. give it points for. If without Black Christmas, you don't have Halloween, which is, um, spoiler alert for future podcast episodes, Halloween is the only horror movie that we're going to review that I'm going to give five machetes to. Wow.
0: Okay. And
1: yeah, so with that in mind, that this what is the a, movie that you know, has got, to exist. hear this.
0: Only one five, two. Yeah. That's silly. I have a
2: couple I'd give five, two, but yeah, I, not I've many.
0: Got, I've got a lot of movies. I, I like, like, a, like quite
2: a few four and a half. So yeah.
0: But... but. No, but like so like Evil Dead Two or Ninety of Five. Okay, so... I'm gonna upgrade
2: my rating to three and a half because of the fact that it was a
0: pioneer in this. Yeah. All right, well, so there's this machete rating system I just came up with. <laughs> and uh yeah, out
1: of Oh! Oh my god! You're gonna use the machete rating system I, now. I,
0: well, I decided like you know, if this would be a thing every time I'm just gonna go with it, you know. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna pretend mm-hmm. I came up with it.
1: Yeah, no. But,
0: Astute listeners... You heard
1: it here first, people.
0: Astute (laughs) listeners will know that I'm lying. But if they don't listen to this episode or if I edit it out, who knows? You know, like, (laughs) then it'll sound like me. But, um, yeah. Um, so... You've been
1: consistently irritated by my machete rating system. (laughs)
0: Right, because you did it. You you threw it at me like a curveball. You're (laughs) like, ha ha We agreed on... Okay, anyway... I'd give it like three and a half.
1: Three and a half.
0: Yeah, it was pretty good.
1: It was a pioneer.
0: It was oh, yeah. a pioneer. It, it's film. a pioneer. And how does this movie compare to? I'll give uh, it three. How does this movie compare to Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, which is the real question?
1: A better um, movie.
0: It's a better movie. Much better movie. Much better <laughs> written. Um, the only thing is that Friday the Thirteenth Part Four has on this, like I'll, I'll kind of play a little double advocate. It's got titties. It's got a lot more titties. Well, of
2: course. Oh, and Tom Savini, Tom Savini, the special effects. Like the, the special, special effects B are. are I think really that's good. why I gave it a low rating is there wasn't much gore, and they, I appreciate like none, that. Yeah. Um,
0: but um,
2: they have those like, and, and There, there was like whenever information. Yeah. Bug
0: driving whenever stone.
1: there's gore in this movie, it's kind of like somebody colored them with red marker. It's like a smear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <All right.
2: laughs> oh, well, like you just got murdered, but there's a smear of blood. Yeah. So, um... Even though you got died with a hook. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There would be so much blood if you were
1: murdered by a hook. All right. So oh, check. wait.
2: I want to say one last thing. All right. Sure. So the original script title was called Stop Me. Oh. Yeah.
1: yeah and he wanted to be stopped. He was tortured by what he was doing. Not, yeah.
2: Not a, not as good of a name. Black no. Christmas. Black Christmas is a better movie. Movie. I don't think kind anyone remembered it. I think because set. it was tied to a holiday. Yeah.
0: Kind of confusing. Like, it's like, why aren't there more black people in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs>
2: It's like the two walking by at the camera. Yeah. Probably didn't even know they were in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yet. no, know.
0: It's when her dad is talking to the like, hippie dude. It's like, hey, do you know my daughter? He's like, yeah, I think she's in the one sorority. It's like, there's a couple black people. I yeah, know. they're like, like, they were just, like, they
2: were literally trying to get somewhere. They weren't even.
0: Yeah, not in the movie. Um, so I'm Dan Dwyer. Um, I have a YouTube channel, Dan for All Seasons. I also have a blog, com. Part of a comedy group, Big Doggy Child. Check out our videos. All these things are things you should do. Professor Werewolf on Twitter. Elise, anything to plug? Nope. No. <laughs> <either>. <laughs> All right. I'm just
1: on this podcast. Just pod keep guess. listening to our show.
0: All right. Uh, so Sunny that's it.
1: A uh, forthcoming. Sunny will definitely be in our Halloween episode. Because
0: it's yeah. my favorite. Yes. All right. Cool. Later, kids.